This podcast is listener supported. To help us out, go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant. This is the Red Bull Rant podcast. If you aren't expecting adult language, why even bother listening? Hello, my friends. Welcome to the show that never ends. This is the Red Bull Rant Podcast, the official Red Bull Podcast of SB Nation and Once Metro. I'm your host, Jason Ipeco. I'm Pat McDonald. I'm Truman, and this is episode 202, Jump for Roy. Yeah. Oh. That's better than the previous Roy's, because when we're jumping for him... He's just shooting a ball over in that. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, good news. Two games... Two games that the Red Bulls did not drop two goal leads. Yeah. <laughs> bad, bad news. They only scored one goal in those two games. <laughs> well, no, well, I think we can agree no one was scoring uh, on uh, Tuesday. So uh, we yeah. came close a few, once or twice, but yeah, like that's if anybody scored Tuesday, it was almost a miracle because of <laughs> how bad it was. I never, I never experienced a monsoon like that once in the three years <laughs> I've been. Three times I've been to Guatemala because apparently you go during the sum, the summer season and. Uh, Apparently. They don't have that issue. Uh, so, first off, uh, New York Red Bulls hosting the Montreal Impact. Uh, coming to this game, obviously, on the heel of two straight MLS games of dropped leads because that's the Red Bulls' new thing when they get the two-goal leads. Uh, but, they once again, they did not drop the two-goal lead because they never had it. They had a, a one-goal lead and finished one nothing win. Uh Three big points at home, especially in the middle of this playoff race. Uh, at the end of, the, of last weekend, they were sitting in first place in the East. Uh, now they are down to second because Toronto had made up their game in hand. Uh, but very big because they means that they kept pace with both Toronto and New York City FC. And currently, at this moment, sit in outside of that knockout game that the, the bottom four playoff teams have to play. So, very, very big win for the Red Bulls. Um, let's get into this one with our dislikes. Uh, Pat, you can go first since you weren't here last week. What did you dislike the most about this one? Uh, I mean, uh, you know, not... I guess... Uh, I don't really know. I mean, I guess, you know, it was a, the biggest dislike would be, you know, I think there was a lot of crying on Montreal's uh, behalf during this game, so it was kind of annoying, uh, especially when you see someone like Didier Drogba act hurt when someone like uh, Felipe Martins bumps into him, and you're kind of like, really? Come on, man, really? So, uh, you, know, that, that's, you know, again, that's something I kind of hate about the game that we love, that there's a lot of this crying uh, still. Uh, and, and kind of fun fact, uh, my nephew went to his very first Red Bull game uh, this path for this game, so I'm glad they won for him. But uh, his father told me that he came away saying there's a lot of passing in the professional game, which you know there is, and uh, a lot of pretending you're hurt. So <laughs> <laughs> you know, which it's unfortunately uh, is. Yeah, so uh, yeah, that's one of those things. I just wish it would go away. I mean, it won't, especially as long as we're gonna let as long as players from certain countries are going to be coming in where it's more common. Uh, than it is here in the United States, but 
yeah, I guess that's just my big dislike. Mine uh, did not take place on the field. It took place in the stands. Uh, because there was two things to point out. One is something that happens uh, at least once a year, and that's the South Ward bickering with each other, which is just so silly, and there's absolutely no need for it, and people complaining that it sounded terrible. Blah, 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 whatever. Like I said, that seems to be an uh, annual event at this point. And then the other, the only reason this game even made news quote-unquote soccer news is because two Red Bull fans uh, getting into some kind of yelling match with with Drogba. And really, that's not the way... You want any MLS team making uh, worldwide headlines. It's because two fans, uh, I don't know, who knows what actually was said because they'll each have their side of the story, but giving him shtick and then him getting upset and then another member of the Impact giving it back to them and back and forth and just a bunch of stupid nonsense honestly they should I mean if you're a player you need just to walk away if you're a member of a team you just need to walk away unless it's something really god awful and from what I know it wasn't something god awful so just just stupid stuff it's just dumb stuff that could you know kind of spoils a nice home win for this team yeah I don't know you know obviously what was said because the, the, the video that I saw was from the opposite side of the tunnel, so there's, you know, all that crowd noise and stuff too, but I, it's stupid, it's stupid to argue with players, like, really, like, if you were to, if you were to get on the field with them, they would just absolutely destroy you. Right. Right, right? I mean, there's a reason you're in the stands and not on the field, so, I mean, um, but, aside from, uh, aside from all of that, the one thing I thought was interesting, and I kind of hope that something actually happens about this, um, I don't know if I honestly don't know if anybody noticed it because I haven't really been paying attention to Twitter and stuff this week. Um, but the Impact staffer who was kind of so it was like a Red Bull staffer and a Impact guy, and they were kind of like trying to keep each other, you know, each other's guys away from each other and whatever. But the guy who worked for the Impact, it looked like he spat at the Red Bull fans. From what I heard, he was the guy being the big pain in the ass. Oh. Okay, to see not, that and not Drogba. Like see, Drogba I only, saw the, the, I only saw the video and the, the tweet which was like uh Drogba get into it, so I assumed that he was coming to Drogba's aid or something like that and just Which which he probably was, but I think he was the one that kind of took it to a level it probably shouldn't didn't have to go to. Okay. Yeah, see I d I didn't but get again, the full story. We didn't, we didn't hear what was being said, so we really don't know. Um but that's just what I've heard. Uh so my dislike, I guess, um, I'll, just gonna sound weird. I'll give it to Paranel because you don't need to elbow a guy in the in the stomach, especially when the Red Bulls are down in terms of defensive players, right? Because God forbid, and I don't think they've done it yet, but God forbid they came out and said you're suspended for a match because of it, which they absolutely could, right? Because that's one of those things that it's that the referee didn't see it, presumably, which means that they would have the authority to rule on it. And if he gets suspended, who's filling in? Aaron Long, right? Because that's the only, I think, the only other center back we have at this point that's available. Yeah. So yeah. I, everyone really needs to be on their best behavior for these last three games. Yeah. Seriously. Let's all just behave ourselves. And then Ronald Zubar will come back and just get immediately recorded because <laughs> why the fuck not? All right. Uh, so, likes about this one. Uh, Truman, you go first. What did you like the most about this one? Well, Royer got the score a goal. Congratulations, dude. I mean, that's that's wonderful. Uh, not the prettiest goal, but whatever. I will take it. And again, 
winning at home, which is so important at this point because there's only two home games left. I mean, there's only three games left in the season. So you absolutely have to maximize points. A pretty or ugly, it does not matter. Getting the win and Royer scoring. What more could you ask for? Yeah, I'm going to kind of double down on the whole Royer thing. I mean, you know, not only seeing him score the goal, but I mean, I think he's kind of fit into this um, roster rather seamlessly. Uh, I mean, it sucks in one respect because, you know, it's seen Mike Grella hit the bench, you know, after being such a big piece of the puzzle for the past, you know, year and a half or so. Um, but, you know, Royer, he is, he's earned his spot on the field. Uh, he's playing extremely well. Uh, the goal was just one of many, many, many things he did in that game. So, uh, yeah, hats off to Daniel Royer. And we even talked about that, I think, last week. Uh, I think Jay and I talked about that, that, that Grella's kind of burned out a little bit starting all these games, and maybe it's just time for him to be a bench yeah. guy, you know? Yeah. And and give Royer the starting chance, and Mike can be the spark plug off the bench. There's nothing wrong with that. No, not at all. Uh, my like is... And I, so I know he went into the game leading the stat. I assume that he came out leading it still. Tenth save in MLS, or start, sorry, tenth shutout in MLS this year for Luis Robles. Like at, with all the crap that's gone on this year, did anybody realize that we're at ten shutouts in MLS play? No. Well, because we're too busy watching them give up two goal leads. <laughs> I know. And I and I know against Toronto, I I kind of put some of that on him. But I mean, like right now, we that's. So, looking at the MLS stats page, we have the league leader in goals with Riley Ray Phillips at 20, the league leader in assists with Clutch at 16. Um, I don't know about saves, because he's not on the saves list. I assume that, you know... You don't want to be the head in saves, because that means you're giving up a lot of shots. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So You want to stay away from that. Luis Robles has faced 90 shots this year, and the league leader is at 109. So that's for saves. Uh, but so let's see, shutouts. Now that I can actually look at the shutouts because they're here. So Robles is at ten. The next closest is Chris, uh Sheets from Dallas at eight. So we're uh, apparently doing pretty good in some games defensively, yeah. which is a very very good thing because we will need those kind of performances when it comes to playoff time. Absolutely. All right. Uh, predictions from this one. We all predicted a win, so we all get a, get a point. Yay. I said three one, Pat two nothing, Truman four one. So none of us got the score right. Uh, standings that means I am in first with eighteen. Pat, you're in second with seventeen, and Truman is in third with thirteen. And this is with uh, three matches to go. Pretty much, I would have to hit the next three right on the head to even have a chance. Um, you guys would have to give up two goal leads, is what I'm saying. <laughs> I'll just stand. Well, all I have to do is stay in the game long enough, right? And then at the very end, in the 80th minute. Pretty yeah, much. That's, that's that's how it works, right? Yeah, right, that's the Ben Olsen strategy. Yeah, so basically, you need to get one uh, complete score right, and then just get the win draw correct, and us to just completely bomb out. And yeah, that's the only way you can do it. So you may be eliminated next week. Officially, mm. I don't get knocked out of the playoffs yet. <laughs> no, you're like uh, Chicago. You're you're there. You're still in the technically in the playoff picture. I'm there in spirit. Is really what it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, Red Bulls after the game against Montreal traveled down to Guatemala, took on Antigua in their final CCL matchup, needing a single point to clinch advancement to the knockout rounds, and that's exactly what they did. 
zero zero draw in a very ugly game where there were spots in the field where the ball literally just died as soon as it hit the ground. Yep. Because there's so much water from all the rain coming down. Um, Luis Robles again with a shutout, which makes him. Which this is the best. So that shutout gives him 13 this year in all competitions. It ties the single season record for uh, for the Red Bulls for all competitions. Nice. And he tied his own record from last year. Wow. <laughs> now here's the question, which some people asked. Should ha- should he have even played that game? Uh, uh, I could argue not, but I could argue for because you're if you're Jesse Marsh and you're saying this is a trophy you want to go after, you know, getting the point is kind of cr- it is critical in that case because it guarantees that you don't have to worry about the last game that's played and you're not involved. So you can kind of go either way with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. I don't know. I thought it was also kind of surprising that he did play many of the CCL matches. I thought that'd be something for Ryan Mara uh, to get in there. Um, you know, I guess he, in hindsight, he wasn't hurt. They we got the point they needed. So, no harm, no foul. Yeah, that's that's the real miracle is that it's such god-awful weather, and they did put out some of the starters that, you know, everyone came out pretty much injury-free there. Except for, you know, uh, Alex Mule, who got... Well, his, his uh, egg on his face, literal. Yeah. <laughs> his, non, his non-penalty call, apparently. Yeah. Card. yeah. Uh, so I don't know if you guys want to do likes or dislikes, but... Can, can I give a... Let me give a... Uh, I'm going to do two super quick. And my, my like is just shout-out to all the Red Bull fans who made that journey, which is pretty Absolutely. badass, and then actually sat out there for that game because uh, <laughs> when you watched it nobody else did and, yeah. and you could and you could hear them too so it's not wasn't even like they were just there they were there yeah. and loud yep and then my quick dislike is so I watched the game on my phone because uh, I was at work and it was like the best way to actually watch it and until I could figure out that you could swipe right on the screen to get rid of all the constant comments and hearts and thumbs up because it was a Facebook live match Oh my god, it was almost unwatchable with all the comments. Almost unwatchable. Because there's so many idiots watching that for what reason, I don't know. There was, I think, 3,000 towards the end of the game that was on that stream. Yeah, it had a good number. Most of them asking really stupid questions. Well, come on. You know, like, is this, is this Red Bull uh, Salzburg when, you know, it says NYR on the score? <laughs> and it was a serious question. It's Facebook. What do you expect? And then someone said, why is the play so bad? Someone was complaining about the play. They realized it was an ocean on the field. In some places, that literally was true. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, thankfully, somebody in the comments said, swipe right, and man, I did. I'm like, I was lucky because on the web, when you go full screen, the comments aren't there. Right, right. Surprisingly, this time, all of the little emojis were gone, which I was really happy about. Yeah, no, I, I... Unfortunately, phone was the only way I was able to watch it at the time. So, still worked out. Still able to watch the whole game. But, oh, yeah. There was, there was a good 10, 15 minutes there. It was driving me crazy. I watched Univisi and Deportes and then synced up the Red Bull Radio audio. It was nice. Did that work out? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you know, you just have to, like, pause the one until the other catches up, and then pretty good. Hmm. Yeah. If only that could work with two internet streams at the same time. Yes. Um... So, Red Bulls, like I said, advanced knockout round, which will take place next year in I think the February. We'll start in like February or March. I don't know the exact dates. Um, 
Let's hope February. Ah, oh, make Pachuca or whoever the heck has to come up here freeze. You know, you know, listen. You know why we want this game to be in February? Because then we can show everybody what a game in February is like. <laughs> and then when everyone wants that fall to spring schedule, go here, come out for this game instead of Red Bull Arena and, and twenty degrees. Let's have more of these, right? Let's do more of this. Ah, uh, man, you're gonna hate if it's one of those random warm Februarys. Which happened like every other year. Yeah. <laughs> so let's see. Knockout stage. Yeah. No dates are officially there. Um, but so right now, seeding wise, we are the three seed. Um, I don't remember if the rest of the games have finished. Uh, or if I don't think the rest of the groups have been determined yet. No, because there's still there's still some games left. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so we're the three seed because let's see, it's the Vancouver Whitecaps. Uh, Arabe, which I don't know where that's from. Looks like Panama. And uh, the Red Bulls. Uh, Vancouver just completely dominated their group. Four wins. Um, Arabe, same thing, but they had... Uh, they've, they're at three wins right now, so they can actually move up, and then the Red Bulls are stuck with eight points. So, seeding will work based off of the points in the group stage. So, like, right now, like, FC Dallas can't go past us in terms of points, but they can goal difference, whatever the stupid tiebreakers are. I thought, so. I, had, I thought I had seen something where a potential matchup, uh, if everything ended the way it would today, and it obviously won't, um, but uh, that the Red Bulls would play uh, Saprisa, which is Roy Miller's current team. Uh, Saprisa, so let's see, the most they can get to is 10 points. So it depends on how everybody else shakes out. Because right now, eh, I'm not even going to try to figure out all the different permeations because it's not worth it right now. But, I mean, it's possible. I mean, at, at, I think at this point it's possible to play almost anybody because everybody could seem to get past them in terms of points. So, we could actually be the eighth seed in the knockout stage if it really came, comes down to it. Um, but, enough of that. Let's move on. Uh, because the Red Bulls do have a match coming up uh, this Saturday. October 1st, 7 p.m. start time on MSG Plus, which I know Truman just absolutely loves. Ah! Infuriating. And the worst part, I I can't even watch it where I am because where I'll be at work, since we get MSG, they black it out. They black it out even though we don't get the channel. Which doesn't make sense. I, I don't understand it. I really don't. So are you guys like technically in the New York market? Is that why? Well, okay, it's very weird where I work. So they give you every New York and Philadelphia channel except for MSG+. Plus. Now, mind you, MSG+, Plus is home of the New Jersey Devils, and where I work is in New Jersey. So it really makes no sense. So you can watch all the Rangers or Flyers, you know, but you can't actually watch the team that, that resides in the state you're actually in. Yeah, that's really weird. Yeah, it makes honestly, it makes no sense. My my assumption is that MSG Plus isn't it just isn't cost effective for that uh, area of the cable company. Uh, maybe they just have more people watching the. I'm sure more watching the Flyers where it is close to the PA border. But I don't know. It's just really annoying, and I have to wait till like eleven o'clock midnight to watch the game. So I, I'm in I'm a kind of weird situation too. So like where I live, I'm maybe like an hour and a half, two hours to DC. And I'm like an hour to Philly, so logically, it would make sense that I'm in the Philly TV market, right? Like, mm-hmm. there, there's the nebulous of Baltimore, but for 
this conversation is DC and Philly. So I can get the if I got TV, I could in theory get DC channels because I'm technically in the DC market, but I can't get Philly stations. Hmm. And what's better, and, and then this is since we were kind of on the side tangent here. This is the thing that I absolutely hate about the stupid blackout policies. Because if I were to get some sort of TV um, provider, if I get cable, I can't get DC because they don't get negotiated. If I, I'd have to get satellite, and I'm not, and at that point, I'm paying like a hundred dollars a month easy for Directv because it's direct fucking TV. Right. So MLS Live is great because I could watch any out of market broadcast. Except for the ones that I'm technically out of market in. It makes zero sense. It does. Alright, anyway, let's get back to the game. Sure, why not? Sports. Uh, so, Red Bull's hosting Philly. Previous two matches this year. First one was June 29th, which was in the uh, Open Cup. 2-1 loss at Philly. And then July 17th uh, in MLS, 2-2 draw. And again, that was at Philadelphia. So, this is the first home and first and only home meeting for them in the regular season this year. Um, let's get into the game with our predictions. Uh, Pat, once again, since you weren't here last week, you can go first. What do you think is going to happen on Saturday? Uh, I think um, the Rebels, uh, you know, Dan Royer is going to break Mike Grella's scoring record that he set against Philly last year. He's going to score in six seconds. <laughs> and I think the Rebels, uh, I, you know, I, I think Philly's, you know, they're not playing as well as they were. And uh, Rebels play so well home, so I'm going to put another shutout for Luis Robles, and I'm going to go with a 2 nothing victory. He's just tempting fate with the 2 nothing scoreline. Really. He's going to ride it out. I did that it's before. Gonna... It cost me. It cost me. I tried. It's going to happen. I tried running out that scoreline. Uh, I'm with you again. I you got to win every home game at this point, so that's how I'm going to go as well. Uh, I'm going to go with a 3-1 win. Uh, even though they probably get a shutout, but I, I like a three-one win. They haven't played this team in a while. The team is—they're <laughs> playing pretty good considering all the uh, <laughs> two-goal two drop-offs. So this, the plan here is to only be up by one <laughs> with like a minute remaining, and then you score that extra goal. So I think that's going to happen. I think they'd have a two-one lead for most of the game. Score the third with like thirty seconds left. And then they'll actually hold on to a, a, a two-goal lead. There you go. Uh, I'm going to go with a game that will probably be a little closer, 2-1. Uh, I do not think it's going to be a two-goal lead and they're going to do 2-1 because I don't trust this team to get a two-goal lead and hold on to it completely. Um, probably one of those, like, 1-1 and the Red Bull score in the last, like, five, ten minutes just to make things interesting. Um, it, we've, Philly has had a drop-off in terms of their performances, but... This is still technically a playoff team, and they are not far away in terms of their record this year against the Red Bulls. So, it you can't count them out. I know it, if this was the playoffs, I'd probably be a little more scared, but I don't see the Red Bulls losing because the Red Bulls haven't, I think, lost at home this year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and I think that what was. What was it last year? Was the first? Did they actually have they lost to Philly at home? I don't think they have, right? Ever? Ever? Uh, well, they did an uh, open cup game. Oh, well, yeah, Pat doesn't count those, so whatever. <laughs> uh, aside from that, they played two at home last year. Did they lose one of those? I think I think it was uh, a win and a draw. 
if I'm not mistaken. Because they won the last they won the last one because that was the uh, that was the Grella goal. I'm not sure. Yeah, so I think I think in MLS play they're undefeated at home, but I I just all right. So basically, I know the I'm pretty sure they're going to win. I just think it's going to be closer than a lot of people expect or even want it to be because you know it'd be nice to just completely destroy any team. But I, I think Philly has been one of those teams that have been getting close, but not close enough to us at home that they could at least give us a scare. Um, so that's why I'm going to go two one, and again it'll probably be something like. The Red Bulls score one, Philly scores one, and then Red Bulls get one at the very end to make sure that it, you know, they walk away with three points. Much needed right. points, Red Bulls. Yes, points are what matters. All right, um, so let's move on. Uh, Sky Blue FC. I know Truman was thinking about going to the last game of the season. Did you make it out there? I did. I did. I had a great time, even though the team lost. Uh, I think they lost 3-1 to Portland. That place was packed. Packed, which is really good to see for a team that uh, was not making the playoffs and nothing really to play for. But uh, yeah, I went. My brother went. My nephew went, and we hung out with all our Sky Blue or uh, Cloud Nine people and had a great time. It was a lot of fun, uh, annoying people, banging drums, singing. It was it was great. Really, really good time. Hopefully, this schedule will work out a little better. I can go to more next year. This year just wasn't great uh, with the Red Bulls playing on the same day half the time. So, but yeah, absolutely fun time. Again, like I said all year, highly recommend it to anyone who wants to go to a game when the Red Bulls aren't playing. Yeah. If I lived anywhere close, I'd probably go to at least a few games. So, um, definitely check it out. It's a good experience. Uh, so, New York Red Bulls 2. I know we don't talk about them a lot, but... We got uh, to. They finished up their regular season. Uh, I think it was like a 2-1 win uh, in their last game. I don't remember exactly. But, so... F- Regular season champions, which we talked about before. Um, so that includes the most wins in USL with 21, the most goals scored with 61, which is just amazing when you consider that um, the mo- they've also had, they had 69 points. So basically they almost scored one goal for every point they earned this season, which is just like, <laughs> yeah, like usually teams would be above one. But to be below one, it's just like... Uh, so USL playoffs, the way it works is top eight teams go. So of course the Red Bulls are going. Uh, no buys, just seated, you know, down the line. So the first game for the Red Bulls will be uh, hosting Orlando City B. Uh, their US, so Orlando City's uh, USL side. Um, one little bit of a controversy, depending on how you look at it. So at the beginning of the year, USL said, you know, higher seeds going to host all the playoff games, including the final. And now they're cha- they changed it, or at some point they changed it, to where the final is going to be an open bid, like the USL or sorry, the US Open Cup games used to be a few years ago. So if the Red Bulls were to advance, there's no guarantee they're playing at home in the final. Dumb, but understandable. So, Listen, yeah. I, so play in Bethlehem. Just play it in Bethlehem, and I'll go. Just do that. So the fun. reason, at least from what I've heard, one of the, the theories is that because. The USL final is on uh, ESPNU. That that's the reason why they changed it. So maybe something to do with the TV contract and whatever bullshit goes along with that. Right? They don't want to see an empty stadium in a final. I, I, yeah. We no. All I, get. But if if I'm you know if I'm a player and not, my team was the best all year, I'd be a little pissed off that I may not be able to play at home. Right. Neutral field, man. I'm telling you, neutral field. Yeah, that would be obviously the easiest solution. Um. 
All right, so let's move on to dumping ground. Uh, international call-ups. So right now, Kamar Lawrence is going to go join Jamaica for their, their Caribbean Cup matches in October. Uh, Anatole Bon, who I think is out on loan, if I'm not mistaken, because mm-hmm. uh, he's not with the team right now. Uh, he will be joining Cameroon for their matches in October. Um, and I don't think there's been anything else announced so far. Maybe Question will get called in to the United States because it's friendlies. But as far as we know, nothing else. Nobody else has been called up. So rather have him out of the friendlies. That's just me. <laughs> what you say? I'd rather have him not playing in friendly matches. Well, so would I. But if he's going to be playing international, then I know they want him to play. I'm just that's me, my personal opinion. And I don't this, want him there. And he's and unfortunately for him, if he wants to play in the World Cup qualifiers, like this is how he's going to get there. So I play in the friendlies, right? So, yes. on the bright side, the Red Bulls are taking a bye during the international break, so they don't have to, they don't have to play. Right, right. Um, all right. Uh, next is the playoff picture. So we're t- kind of talking about this earlier. Right now, Toronto leads the East with forty nine points. The Red Bulls and New York City are tied at forty eight points, with the Red Bulls owning the goal differential tiebreaker. Um, the Union sit in fourth with forty two. Montreal in fifth with forty one, and DC in sixth with forty. New England sits in 7th with 36, and Orlando sits in 8th with 35. Uh, the crew in the Chicago Fire rounded out, but they're probably not making this at this point. Uh, no. No, they're not. They're, they're, they're like Truman in our prediction contest. They're mathematically still in it, but they're realistically out. Yeah. Um, so we were talking about this before uh, we started recording. So the remaining schedule... Uh, this is first is Toronto. They are hosting DC United, traveling to Montreal, and then playing Chicago at home. Uh, New York City is playing at Houston, at DC, and then home to Columbus. And the Red Bulls are, as we talked about, are they're hosting Philadelphia on Saturday. Then they're hosting Columbus on the 16th, and then their final game is at Philadelphia. Uh, we were. Like I said, we were talking about this. I think arguably you can make the case that the Red Bulls actually have the toughest schedule left out of those three teams. Right, playing a playoff team twice. Yes, and you know not playing the bottom two teams in the East. Right. Well, we got we got one of them. Well, yeah, I guess that's we get we get one game, and it's a home game, so that's good. And my CSC will blow a few. One can only dream. And and honestly, Toronto can be beat. We we prove they can be beat. Red Bulls just dropped the ball. <laughs> but this is not some powerhouse. That's why the Eastern Conference has been so back and forth between these teams, is that clearly there's no ultra favorite. And and again, second place is really all that this team needs. Second place. They're in it now. Just hold on to it. First would be nice because then you get that second home game, the second game at home. Right. But, but yes. Right, second, in the yeah. finals, which didn't work out last year. Well... Yeah, but so second place at least gets you away from that play-in game, that stupid like midweek playing game thing. So you actually get like a full weeks of rest, and then you get to have at least in the first first round you would play, you get to have the second game at home, which is a good advantage to have. Yeah, whatever. The Rebels are gonna win the East despite that they lost the first six games of the season. So. <laughs> Boom! That, right. that right there is the definition of Major League Soccer. It really is. Be, be uh, the worst team through the first. Uh, First uh, seven games. Yeah. I call, I call it the galaxy strategy. 
Yeah, let's see. Uh, well, Ellie actually won some games early on this year, so... But, but I'm, I'm not talking about this year. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the MO. Start slow and then finish strong. Yep. All right. Um, anything else you guys want to talk about? Did we not mention Dax is now the all-time uh, minutes played leader for the Red Bulls? No, we did not. He is. Ta-da! I believe he just just passed Mike Pecky. Way to go. So I'm, uh, sure, I'm sure fans will be clamoring to get Pecky back in uniform so he can take it back. Of course. <laughs> that would be kind of amazing, right? I would like to, I would like Dax to have a press conference talking about that he's now the all-time leader in minutes. And fans go, why did you pass Pecky? Why did you pass him? <laughs> Sounds about right. That's just me. I'd like that to happen. Rebel out. Fan- I like how I like how you Watch turn to fantasy. I like how you turn to fantasy booking a soccer news conference. Yep, I'll do it. Let's make it a reality. <laughs> Who can we get on the phone to make that happen? Well, I mean, Red Bull's discussion group has pretty much become the new Metro fanatic, where like happiness goes to die. I mean, not all of it, but a good amount. Yeah, people mostly miserable about, uh, about everything that ever happens with this team. Mm. So glad I stay out of it. They need to fire Jesse Marsh. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> you know why we don't need the discussion group? Because this is our discussion group. This is our Red Bull therapy. It's right here. <laughs> exactly. Who needs a freaking group? Yeah. That is that is the beauty of the Red Bull rant. That... I need a group for my heroin addiction, not my Red Bulls. <laughs> uh, I think that's called uh, N.A., yeah, my rampant, rampant heroin addiction. Actually, I shouldn't joke about that. It's getting kind of bad in uh, this country with heroin. Yeah, there's yeah, there's a, there's, a bill, there, there's billboards on the way to work about heroin addiction, and it's just like, hmm. I apologize to anyone who's actually struggled with that. That was mean to me. Pat's Pat's now deleting this entire segment right now as we speak. He's deleting yeah. himself out of it. Delete, 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 delete. Hey guys, I have a question. I'm watching the the Yankees play the Red Sox. Why are the Yankees playing on a soccer field? That's a very good question. I have no idea. Weird. Very weird. I'm watching uh, Devils Rangers preseason hockey, so I got a question. Why am I watching preseason hockey? I don't know. I really, I honestly, I don't know. Yeah. I'm watching a replay of Montreal, New York. Because yeah. apparently, <laughs> the only the first man half, doing work right now. The, the only man. Because the, the first man. half wasn't you know boring enough. To, well, it wasn't. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't boring, but yeah. You wanted to sit through it. I probably should have done that anyway since I brought my F game today. <laughs> uh, listen, well, uh, if, if anyone's uh, bored today and wants some entertainment, go on Twitter, okay, and go search the Applebee's Twitter account, or go search Scott Van Pelt's Twitter account. Oh, God. And and enjoy. So I'm, that's all I'm going to tell you. I'm not going to say anything else about what it is, but Applebee's, uh, whoever runs their Twitter account is amazing. <laughs> that's it. That's all I'm saying. So you're going to have to do the work yourself. Just go right. back about probably six or seven hours and enjoy oh, yourself. Jesus, six, seven hours? That's a lot of time. Oh, Seriously. just keep scrolling. I can't do all the work for you. Is there a website that just kind of, like, gets the highlights? No. Oh. Why doesn't Why doesn't the Twitter... Oh, tweets and replies. What stupid Twitter? Your, your website sucks. Just, yeah. give me, just give me a mentions button. I don't want to use TweetDeck if I don't have to. Oh, you really didn't to. know that, that something involves a former guest of ours who they, did, who they uh, get into it with, as does Scott Van Pelt. I think I see one name and who he might be. <laughs> so, by the way, shout out to Wayne Harrison on Twitter, since I had to go into uh, TweetDeck. Didn't notice it before. He said he enjoyed his first episode of the Red Bull Rant. Wow, hey, all right, buddy. Thanks for listening. 
But we didn't screw it up this week. Wait, wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. Hold on. He just listened to his first episode? Uh, two days uh, two days ago is when he tweeted this, so yes, apparently. So, Pat, bad news, what? buddy, you're off the show. Why would I do? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, he enjoyed the last episode, clearly. Yeah. I am the weakest link. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out to Ian Perkins for uh, getting on Men in Blazers. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Another person we made into a superstar. Uh, sure, that was us, totally. Of course, I should say po- I should say podcast and website superstar. Really, that's that's what we do. I mean, that's all that matters, right? We're, we're kingmakers at this point. You want to be famous? Come to us. All right, let's see if I can find. Uh, I'm uh, sure this is all getting edited edited out. Yeah, we'll see. I'm gonna, I'm bringing up Scott Van Pelt. Uh, anyway, anything else? To talk about? Uh, I don't have anything else for the dumping ground that I could uh, think of at this time. I've got nothing. All right, let's just wrap this one up then. So I can go read. Scott Van Pelt's mentions in the last. Well, episode. can I do my terrible team of the week for crying oh. loud? Yes, sorry, I got, I got, the door. I, you, you distracted me with terrible Twitter. Terrible Twitter of the week. <laughs> so the onus is on LA this week for losing four two at home to Seattle Sounders. That is not the way you win uh, a Western Conference title. You got to win. What do we talk about all the time? Winning home games. Winning home games. And uh, they did not. And kind of got embarrassed by uh, Seattle, a just a, a ba- just barely a playoff team. So shame on you, LA. I'm glad it's not us this year, finally, or this week. All right, so uh, wanna wrap this one up then. Let's uh, let's wrap it. Wrap it up. You can once metrocom slash Red Bull Rant. Help us out by going to patreoncom slash Red Bull Rant and throwing a few bucks our way. You can email us Red Bull Rant at gmail.com. You can call us, 973-348-5329, facebook.com slash Red Bull Rant, uh, for the sh- uh, sorry, on Twitter, at Red Bull Rant, at Dr. Stooch for myself, at PMACDA2 for Pat, at The Truman for Truman. Subscribe via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, SoundCloud.com, basically anywhere that you can find podcasts. Um, last words before we get out of here. Foo Philly, win. Uh, go Adrian. Man. Just a quick reminder that, that the first or second year we were doing this, somebody put a scarf on the Rocky statue. Nice. Oh yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's actually get out of here now. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in to Red Bull Rant. This has been episode number two hundred and two for Pat Truman and myself. As always, go Red Bulls. Peace out. <laughs>